0: Welcome, all you plus two comedy modifiers, to another episode of the plus two comedy podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's no whole hand. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Fred Siegel, I got to tell you about an upcoming show. We are returning to KatoriCon, the little anime convention with a big heart in Sewell, New Jersey at Rowan College at Gloucester County on January 8th and 9th. Remember, no tickets are sold at the door, so make sure you get your tickets online. Check out the KatoriCon Facebook page for all the information. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by the Hillbilly Horror Show. Hot diggity dang, Hillbilly Horror Show's done, gone global. Land and go Critics call Hillbilly Horror Show a barrel of good old American fun. It sure is. Catch the Hillbilly Horror Show on DVD and Roku or just visit www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com.
1: Yeah, man, i tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just talk
2: about www. you go click, 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 it's real easy, man. And while you're there, don't forget
0: to get your official Pyongyang main t-shirt and official Hillbilly Horror Show koozie. Get your gear today. Please support our sponsors and check the link below and check out the Hillbilly Power Show. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, check out our Fiverr account. The link for that is also in the description for this very show. And now without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. ready for a podcast
3: i'm ready yeah
0: who's here to do other things who's currently being annoyed by a podcast oh <laughs> they're, they're focused there's no there's no space war to yeah, talk about this i miss week. the space
2: maybe space congress ended it
0: oh maybe this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. We're recording this live at Nerdvana. That's 3003 English Creek Avenue in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. I am joined by the BB-8 to my fin, Mr. Oh. Will Liam. And that's the last we'll talk about the new movie, so don't worry. <laughs> How you doing, Will?
2: I am doing. I got a present from Paul. And I'm, it's a vinyl figure, and I'm going to figure out which one it is. It's from Fallout. Ah, oh, I got a radio. super mutant. Oh. Oh. Nice. Thanks, Paul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gripping radio. (laughs) Our guest this week is a comedian. He's also a magician and a man of mystery. Mm. Give it up for Fred Siegel. Yes.
3: (laughs) Hi, folks.
0: Hey, Fred, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's a
3: great pleasure. It's a great pleasure, Noah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. What an interesting place this is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is a very strange show, I know. But thank you so much for coming on it. Uh, we like to start the show with an icebreaker question. Ah! This is a question that was left from a previous guest. Okay. Uh, and it was just randomly chosen, so who, who knows? This comes from a friend of the show, Jervis Cottonbelly. Yay. What is the sweetest thing to ever happen to you?
3: Oh, well, uh, I married Gail. Gail Aww. is uh, my wife. She's just a few feet away from me. Yeah. Good
0: answer. <laughs> smart it's also
3: answer. true, though. It's also true. It's smart, but it's also true.
0: Meeting my girlfriend is also the sweetest thing to happen to me.
2: Oh, wonderful.
0: (laughs) How about you, Will?
2: New new Star Wars. The new Star Wars is really good. (laughs) New
0: new Star Wars is pretty sweet. It's really good. But we're not talking about
2: it. I'm glad because
3: I I haven't seen it. Oh, that's good. You'd be left out. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, Fred... You are a man of mystery. D- define yes, that for yes, me yes. without giving too much away. Well,
3: Man of Mystery is the name of uh, my most recent performance. Uh, man of Mystery, the story of an adorable little boy who grows up to be a man of mystery. Uh, uh, it's a, I, it happened, uh, it's the earliest memory of this is when uh, I saw a girl turn into a gorilla in a sideshow. And it traumatized me. But it was also yeah. it was also That's, the same. And by the way, people hear that and they think I'm making it up. But you can you can uh, Google Gorilla Girl, uh, 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 the Ape Girl. <laughs> Safe well,
2: search
1: on.
3: Well, look, it's not far from here. It wasn't far from here. It's only around 1969. So you were walking around Million Dollar Pier, which is now a shopping mall, and you'd hear a recording that went, "The Ape Girl, the Ape Girl, the Ape Girl. You see the hair grow." From the wilds of Africa, we bring you Satanya. Watch her as she slowly changes before your very eyes.
0: Oh wait a minute, it's a gradual thing.
3: Yes. Oh, I was <laughs> yes.
0: thinking like, I'm a little girl poof, gorilla." Smoke bomb. No,
3: no. Actually, it looks uh, bizarrely like the uh, the kind of gradual change that Lon Chaney makes oh, when he turns is she into a, the aware gorilla. She's not a aware gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, actually she turns from a a, a girl in a, a, a gorilla. Well, not what do you call it, like you know the kind of thing Betty Rubble would wear, a cave woman, a cave woman you know, outfit, and she turns into a um a a, a person in a gorilla costume. Obviously, <laughs> still it managed to scare me because at the end of the act they have what you call a blow off in in the sideshow world. It's a blow off. Some they do something to get you to leave the tent. And the ape girl escapes from the tent and lunges at you.
0: This and is after she gets the final zipper and puts the mask on, is that what we're well?
3: Saying? She's gone. She's gone. And uh, it's a uh, you know how the, the the cliche is that it's done with mirrors, and it's rarely done with mirrors. But in the fact of the ape girl, it is done with mirrors. So so the the girl is gone. The girl's in the wings and the, uh, the gorillas on stage. <laughs>
2: they and, unleash uh, real gorillas.
3: Uh, yeah. Oh, if it were a real gorilla, I would have been really, you know, mauled. But in this case, I was just scared. But that was also the same weekend uh, my father bought me my first deck of magic cards.
2: Now, you're in a store where that could mean more than one thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now, these are...
3: Actually, this particular deck of magic cards what is known as a Svengali deck. Is that and, a mono-black or... I there may be a joke there but I I don't know I'm 54 so so I don't know But uh, uh, it's uh, actually, it was marketed when I was a kid as something called TV Magic Cards. And there were ubiquitous uh, television commercials during the afternoon cartoons in Philadelphia. During Sally Star, of course, you remember Sally Star, my gal Sal. The gorilla woman. (laughs) No, she was a cowboy girl who showed Popeye cartoons. Uh, She's a big deal. Google Sally Star, my friends. (laughs) She was also in, oddly enough, one of the Three Stooges shorts... After they got really old, and both of them died, and there was the, th- you know, you remember when they had Joe Besser? He was he was not really one of the. He was wrong. He was completely wrong. He was a uh, uh, what you you know he was like um the term they would use for it is a nance, a nance. It's not a very politically correct term. He was a little <laughs> bit um, fey, a little bit uh, uh, in a, a comic gay kind of character. I got you. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Fred is Nancy talking Nancy, a lot. Nancy, and that would have been spot on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you, you got your first magic deck of cards. Uh, and I,
3: uh, yep, yep. And, and I became a nut for it. There, there was also a guy on television called Dr. Shock. Dr. Shock showed... The uh, Universal Horror Movies. In the 60s, actually even starting in the 50s, they released a package of movies to uh, local television stations. And they were different ghouls. Different big cities had their own ghouls. Huh. So in New York, you had Zachary and, and you had Goularty in Pittsburgh. And the Philadelphia version of this was Dr. Shock. He, was, uh, he appeared to be dead. And he would hit his assistant with a rubber chicken. And he, he, he also did a lot of politically incorrect like humor do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He's got the rubber jigg. He
3: he uh, he came out of a coffin every week, you know. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't clear what he was, but he did. He showed monster movies from uh, like Dracula, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. I love Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, but uh, he also did magic tricks in between uh, commercials and things. So that was all wonderful. And I met him, of course. Uh, I actually was in a talent competition that he judged. Oh, wow. uh, I, I mean, I'm a f- like a 14-year-old magician. And I could hear him sighing
1: <laughs> as as
3: I uh, I appeared on there. Performing the fabulous egg bag illusion, the egg disappears. From a bag. Yeah,
0: I th- I loved TV magic. Did you
2: sell it like that? That's probably why we signed. Well, no, no. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna make no. it disappear.
3: From the- hey, it's gone. I was I was bizarrely serious about it, Will. <laughs> uh, and and actually, for a little kid, I was good. Well, you know, magicians they have this uh, uh, I guess default persona. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to do magic. Why don't you take a card? Any card, whatever one you want. And uh, uh, back in those days, I I bought into that. That was the the default magician characterization, and that's why many people hate magicians. I mm-hmm. wish I wish they didn't.
2: I, I was unfortunate. It's come up before when we had Chad on the show, but I grew up with four magician friends, and so I also hate magic now. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they wouldn't stop doing it.
3: Yeah. Well, th- I mean, that speaks for the uh, how hypnotically interesting it is for those of us who are in love with it. And I, I would think, in a place like this, people would have uh, good thoughts for somebody who has unusual enthusiasms.
0: I mean, I, I love the insider part of magic as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you heard about this, but I love Penn and Teller's Fool Us. I yeah, think I love it. Some though. of my friends were on it. Nice. Well, somebody, I forget his name, I feel bad, fooled Penn and Teller and didn't tell him? Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, he did a bunch of standard tricks that everyone knows how they're done, but he did them differently. Like mm-hmm. He didn't use the usual mm-hmm. method Right. but made it look like he was using that method. And well, then Penn and Teller said, yeah, you did this, 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 and this. And he was like, yep, thank you. And never called him out. And then he went on YouTube and said, yeah, I just lied to them for fun. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really have a good reason to do it, but it was good for me.
3: Right, right. <laughs> so I love that,
0: that the... I love magic, magicians performing for magicians. Yeah. I think it's one of my favorite things, because everyone knows everything. Right,
3: but, right. Well, magicians but, performing for magicians can get into a a problem because magicians whose main focus is performing for magicians tend not to be very good for performing for regular people. And th- they tend to perform things that are just so procedure-laden and so long yeah. and so multi-phased that uh, by the time they you've counted out to the 30th pile of cards, uh, uh, nobody cares. <laughs> but those of you who know the 30 pile of card tricks knows that the finger was here instead of here. How is that possible?
0: Oh my God! The, the the same thing rings true for stand up comedians. <laughs> uh-huh. You spend so long getting the comedians in the room to laugh. Right, no right. One's coming to the show, and they don't
3: because they they nod. Yeah, they,
0: and yeah. it's it's that magicians
3: are the same way. They watch it clinically, mm-hmm. yeah. and and they even like something. They'll they'll even be very impressed by something, but they don't react like they're impressed. They just nod. Oh yes. Oh yes, they did the Schmengi move, and, <laughs> and but but not with this finger. They did it with this finger. The you only know?
0: oohs and ahs you get out of magicians are when you're messing up. Like, ooh, I <laughs> yeah. saw that. Uh, the yeah. way that you only get laughs from comics <laughs> you're when doing you're Right,
3: right, right. Well, that's the Schadenfreude effect. Yeah. You know. Yes, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's in a lot of different things. You have Schadenfreude.
0: So, you used to be uh, a magician over in Cody Island, correct? You bet. Ooh. Tell us about being a sideshow magician.
3: Okay. Well, uh, I would go in there. The, with the, the sideshow day would start at about noon. And uh, a rotation of the sideshow acts took about an hour. Right. But there was never a break. It continued. So, I, I was in four of the acts. And... Um, Most of them were at the same point in the show. I I went out at a couple of other times during the hour to sell magic mice (laughs) and to collect donations for the Otis Jordan souvenir card. (laughs) Otis Jordan, the uh, human cigarette factory.
0: (laughs) Wait, no, not... I'm going to stop you there. Yeah,
3: why don't you? <laughs> the
0: Human Cigarette Factory. Let's
3: right. each take a guess
0: at what this Take is. a guess, and
3: I'll tell you how, how right you are. I'm
0: going to guess that he would swallow tobacco and paper. And a filter because
3: <laughs> yeah you don't want to do it without a filter
0: and then he would throw up a cigarette that's that's, a, be that's my a, guess. I,
3: I you know I would love to see it like that <laughs> not quite but go on anybody what else any other what guests do you think? I well.
2: think he made the, the naming guy really mad so he was like hey, it's Chad the piece of crap he's a human uh, cigarette factory yeah. <laughs> it just sounds mean uh,
3: Noah was closer <laughs> 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 well okay here's the thing Otis Jordan was known for most of his career as the Frog Boy. Otis had Otis was a little person who had underdeveloped limbs. Mm. So if he were sitting there, uh, his limbs would be at his side, sort of slightly bent. And it, with an imagination, with the, he was on the poster as the Frog Boy, you would imagine that he sort of looks like a frog.
1: Okay.
3: Now, uh, his act was rolling and lighting a cigarette using, and I'm going to quote this, Nothing but the lips of my mouth. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing Man. but the lips of my mouth. I don't want and to think do about it. it. I want you to think about it.
1: <laughs>
2: think about uh, it. Well, think I am. It. He's such a powerful magician.
3: Well, he 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 spread out the paper on a little red block he had in front of him. He picked up the box of tobacco with his teeth <laughs> and he to the But That's not the lips of his it. mouth. Oh, okay. Frogs don't now have his teeth. whole teeth,
2: teeth. things a frog Well, the
3: thing about the frog thing, uh, the frog thing, he became the, the human cigarette factory because he got closed down at the New York State Fair uh, around 1980 because disability rights activists mm. felt that it was a bad idea to display this man as the frog boy. Yeah, human ha-
2: cigarette factory is a lot more empowering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Factories are, you know, great <laughs> jobs and things. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, at least, ever done? <laughs> it,
3: at least it emphasized his act rather than his physicality. Uh, right. But still, we were able to pitch these uh, s- these cards. You know, with his picture on it, his life, his picture on one side, his life story on the other. You may have one of these cards for any donation you'd care to give. The money all goes to Otis, so he can have a little Christmas this year. And then I would walk around collecting the nickels and dimes and sometimes guilty dollars and guilty mm-hmm. fives. Yep. If we got a five, we would stuff it into Otis's shirt pocket, yep. you know.
0: The, the, uh, the last side show I went to uh, was at OzFest, which is a place I should be. And, <laughs> and uh, they, did, they had a girl get into a box and then they impaled her with a Yes, yes, stewards. yes,
3: the uh, blade box. Yes. I, l- I pitched the blade box in the show. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, uh, so uh, And th- that was when I learned to lie for money. <laughs> now, as a magician, you're always lying for money. Of course, of course. But, but uh, this was a different kind of lie. Uh, uh, I, uh, I explained to them that uh, they c- they've just seen everything that they could see. The, the blades were in the place, and the, the woman was there, and she waved, so you could see she was still in the box. <laughs> I would say, uh, well, the, the, as far as the management of this show is concerned, this act is over. You've just seen everything you can see from your seats. But Satina has asked us to go a step further. See, she owns the cabinet, she owns the blades, but she's not paid a salary for performing this act. The only way that she can attempt to to make a living is for those of you who would like to come up on stage, look through the viewing windows, and see how she does this. She asks you in return for a small donation. Your donation today can be any amount you wish, but since she's trying to make a living at this, we ask that your donation today be no less than 50 cents. Gather up right now, and then I would have to grind. Grinding went like this. She's in there, ladies and gentlemen. Bent, twisted, contorted, distorted, mangled, tangled, and fandangled, around it among the solid steel blades in the cramped yep. confines of that coffin-like cabinet. How does she stay in that hideous hellhole where you wouldn't expect a dog to survive? For fifty cents, you can find out. Well, that was that was one of four dings in the show.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I paid five dollars.
3: <laughs> Inflation. I, I did no, it in nineteen eighty-nine.
0: The, they they spaced it out that, like, it was right after someone, like, jamming a rod through their cheek.
3: Oh, yes. So that's the human pincushion.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
3: so they, 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 uh, they, bought, they put two dings together.
0: Yeah, so they booked it as, like, a step above that. So I'm like, oh. Oh, so she's got a, all these, like, plates through her body. I would gladly pay $5, and I paid $5 to see a girl in the fetal position <laughs> wave at me.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: She gave me a high five. I was like, ah!
3: Did yeah. they did they do the bit? They, see, sometimes they play it a little blue. the The woman gets in the box and they put the blades in, and then they pull out her costume. No, no, we didn't have
1: that. <laughs>
3: so that supposedly she's in there uh, uh, naked, buck naked. No. You know. Uh, no. uh, and, of course, she's wearing other stuff underneath. So I, I whatever paid $5, $5 for not that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been for, worth $5. Yeah. The I would pitch
0: have. I got was uh, your donation could be anything. It could be $5. It could be $5. It could be $5. It could be $5. <laughs> and I was first in line, like, $5? Here you go. And then I watched everyone behind me give a buck. Give, right, give right. Like, oh, I'm an idiot.
3: <laughs> but it's it satisfied your curiosity, though, and you really did contribute to that did performance. I? You were you were part of that performance, yeah. and that's part of the uh, the allure of something like that. It's not something that happens far away to other people behind a proscenium. You're very much involved. And when the fire eater is there, and you can <laughs> you can feel the heat yes. coming off those torches, and when the guy is hammering nails <laughs> up his nose. Yep.
0: Always good to see. Always
3: and fun. and when the world champion lady sword swallower has somebody in the audience pull the sword out of her gullet with the saliva dripping off it, you know, being that person who pulls it off, uh, the person that remembers that forever. Well. <laughs> yeah. That makes you what? I believe that makes you king. King of England.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
3: well, yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of that. Wow. <laughs>
0: Now, you've also brought some artifacts.
1: For yes, us I have food.
3: a po- I have a box of artifacts, and and you can go through. I mean, this is a bunch of dreams. This is a drawing I made, a deck <laughs> of cards. You uh, did you is use is
2: magic to capture people's <laughs> dreams? No, no, those are is my dreams. Is that how you power your spells? Those are my
3: dreams. I've been logging my dreams on and off since 1993. You
2: on the ground. Like, <laughs> Here's
3: some dreams. <laughs> this is what happens
2: to. Them. <laughs> I don't want to open it. It seems cursed.
3: Well, you know, you even uh, look at any of these things. I mean, I, I brought these as as conversation starters. Most of them are are um, you know the advertising from shows I've been yeah, involved I have in. Yeah, some naked people.
0: That's good.
3: So that you're looking at a tongue and groove. I didn't even have to pay uh, five bucks. Um, tongue and groove is one of the improv groups I'm in. Tongue and groove. Well, okay, I'm in two improv groups: comedy, sports, which is short form, funny. Competitive improv, sort of like the um, the television show "Whose Line Is It Anyway," and uh, uh, "Tongue and Groove" is somewhat more serious. A long form improv group where we get some input from the audience and then do an hour without stopping. What you're holding in your yeah, hand? This
2: looks like a map of a convention. Well,
3: uh, it's it's not what it's intended to be, but I, I won't say you're wrong. Yes, it's a map of a convention. No,
2: no. What is it?
3: Actually, okay, I made that today. Uh, I some oh. of, two of my friends. Oh. Two of my friends, uh, uh, one of whom I met in comedy sports and have worked with many times, and the other one is this person, no,
2: uh, polka dot
3: lady, polka dot lady from Suburban Love Songs, <laughs> are uh, are are doing a new performance, uh, and they're they're workshopping it, and uh, went over there. So the first thing you do in that performance is you sit at a table with other adults and you color. Okay. And I thought since I was coming here today, I would make a map of Fred. Uh, oh. Of Fred's enthusiasms, and uh, they're all on there. And I and I I, I never color, but but uh, it was your, it was just a lot of fun. Your, yes, your Will.
2: brain is the layout of a convention center. I don't know. <laughs> we go to a lot of like comic cons and stuff, but you got theater, you got improv going on. There's uh, performers over here. This is just the layout of a convention center. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it.
1: So before don't don't m- do it. Before
0: we move on, I think I'm going to read a dream.
3: Okay. Yes. Pick one at random. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you? A little ghost <laughs> just oh, flew so out. <laughs> well, I I talk them into a um, into a tape recorder, okay. and then uh, I transcribe them. So I have an assortment back in there. Oh, go. Let's hear it. Usually, I have a little mood music playing when the dreams are read, but you I, I, can, I
0: can add that in post. Okay. <laughs>
2: Make it spooky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I dream of a series of short vignettes at the site of Channing's magic... Ma, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the spell is working. Magic shop. In the years since it closed, on the first visit, the shop is empty, except for a pizza oven <laughs> and elaborate mosaics. Uh, Channon is Channon the name? Am I saying it Chenin right? Channon
3: is the name of uh, my mentor, my yeah, teen name mentor, name. Channing Tatum. He was not a teen; I was a teen. He was an elderly Jewish man <laughs> who uh, who exaggerated his accent for comic effect.
2: We're going to go with Channing what? Tatum. Okay, an elderly Jewish man exaggerating his
0: accent <laughs> yes, he would for say, comedy. Well,
3: yeah, absolutely.
2: I've never heard
0: of. Show me that your thing. money or
2: get out of here. I
3: don't have time to waste with you. Of course, he had nothing but time to waste with me. <laughs>
0: Uh, Channing is sneaking in there every week or so. Every week I visit Channing in the long-closed shop, I notice the room is more and more filled and lived in. I wonder when the owners are going to squeeze Channing out. Ooh. Finally, a series of kind men whom I assume are emissaries of angels? Of death. (laughs) 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 Ooh! That twist. There's a twist there. Come and collect Channing. Channing Tatum Thank you. I'm sorry There appear to be Christian Ooh. And I informed them that Channing Tatum is Jewish They say that's okay Christians take everybody <laughs> A reading from June 1st 2008 I would love if I had pulled something out That was like a perfect prediction Oh
3: man that would be great You picked the four of hearts That would be great
0: I dreamt of a strange comic book shop in which (laughs) I am doing a (laughs) talk show of sorts. And I had recently colored. (laughs) Uh, So we also like to geek out on this show. Okay. I hear that you're a bit of a geek. And we do that with a segment we like to call What You Watch and What You Read and What You Play Okay. It's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. All right. So, Fred, since you're new to the group, what have you been watching?
3: Well, let's see. A lot of my shows, a lot of my shows, are <laughs> uh, are on hiatus now. But I like the Agents of Shield. You know, do the you? Marvel Agents of Shield. I sure this do.
0: This is the most debated show on this podcast.
3: Well, uh, hit me. What's the problem?
0: Uh, it's bad. Bad. Show. I don't care for it.
3: <laughs> well, I guess you just don't like empowered women. <laughs> Hate them. <laughs> Uh, You see, that's the problem with that show. The women can actually do stuff. It's much better to have a costumed superhero who can fly around
2: and save everybody. Because Mad Max is my new favorite movie. Who is Mad uh, Fury Mad Road? Mad Fury I haven't Road? seen it. Haven't oh, seen you! It. If you like empowered women, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, good. You need to check that movie. I like out. an empowered woman.
0: And, and I lost interest in the show when they split up Fitz and Simmons. When <laughs> she went away because she couldn't handle stuff, I was like, "Boo!" Well, she, she's so incredible.
3: Right, Boo. right, right. But Fitz and Simmons, uh, you—I uh, don't want to tell you, and I don't want to spoil it for you. But a lot more has happened in the Fitz and Simmons relationship, and this is the saga. Yes, and of course Daisy. Who's now Daisy? She didn't used to be Daisy. She was. I don't, I don't she used to be you know. Sky. You remember Sky?
0: I remember Sky. Yeah.
3: Sky is now Daisy. She found out who she really is, and uh, she has some.
0: Uh, she went from air to plants. Now,
2: when, now she's Luigi's girlfriend,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Oh boy, you just you boys just don't respect.
0: <laughs> I really wanted to enjoy Agents of Shield, but. It,
3: well, did you like the uh, the? Uh, they had another one. The uh, oh the one. That's, there's a sequel to it. Uh, the with the woman from Agent Carter. I, I have like not Agent watched Carter? it yet. I, really I
2: heard a lot of good it stuff. About I me. liked
3: Agent Carter too. Another empowered woman. Maybe you should stay away.
0: <laughs> I don't know where, where this is this coming from. <laughs> 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 I've been watching Buffy the Vampire because maybe you get like little
3: women who were like made of vinyl and you can I control love them. Women, it's a
0: great book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never
3: read it. Can you imagine? I can. I'm an English professor, <laughs> actually a writing teacher more than oh, a
1: yeah. not a literature guy. Yeah, just, just writing, not just reading. writing, not reading. Yeah, yeah I don't read.
3: <laughs> <laughs> actually, I read mostly show business biographies, oh, which well, is we'll one we'll of get my to things. That
0: in a moment, yeah. But what is going on in the la- the latest Agents of Shield?
3: Uh, Well, it was the season finale. Uh, uh, Well, that's something bad. Uh, uh, Oh, well, well, okay. The villain, who didn't used to be a villain, used to think he was a good guy. But he turns out not to be a good guy. And now,
2: the boy. uh,
3: No, not Bill Paxton. He's gone. Ward. (laughs) The guy, uh, his name is Ward. But now, I I believe he has some kind of interplanetary Dybbuk living in him, uh, who uh, uh, has a tremendous amount
1: of power now. What
3: what is it? Dybbuk. A dibek in uh, Jewish folklore is the oh, soul see, of one know. who uh, enters the body of a uh, usually an adolescent girl and says foul things. You ever see The Exorcist? I have. Well, it has some exorcist. Uh, uh, this
2: sounds like an excuse for young girls to curse.
3: Oh uh, well, I I don't think I. I mean, I never heard cursing in Yiddish, but <laughs> but I I would really pay to see that. <laughs> well, for five dollars. <laughs> for five dollars.
0: I know a girl in a box who can do. Yeah, I know a gorilla
3: lady that'll
2: curse all day.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was. I saw that again. You know, when I was in my twenties, it was still scary. And then again in my forties. Same girl and gorilla. (laughs) Different girl. Yeah, yeah. It was the the ape middle aged woman. The ape middle aged woman. The ape middle aged woman. You'll see the hair grow. Now, the, the, uh, the talk for that got dirtier. It says, uh, you'll see the hair grow over the breasts, both breasts, and down the body itself. It'll scare the sh- shellac out of you. The ape girl, the ape girl, the ape girl. That was not 1969. You couldn't get away with that in 1969.
0: Huh. I, I would have loved it if it was, watch the hair grow over the breasts. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Uh, So, Will, I'll
0: throw it to you now. What have you been watching?
2: Uh, Speaking of empowered women, oh yeah, (laughs) we like them. I don't. mm. (laughs) (laughs) I started watching Jessica Jones. Oh, Oh. Jessica Jones. It's so good. Is it? It is. It's different from Daredevil. That's my comparison because that's the two. Yeah, well, that's the main one, (laughs) and uh, she sounds like she's from America.
0: Is Jessica Jones not from America?
2: No, she is. The guy that plays Daredevil is Irish, and he's oh, right, he's right. worse than Liam Neeson.
0: <laughs> he's, he
2: should have just been Irish. Gotcha. gotcha. But yeah, uh, Jessica Jones is an amazing show.
0: I don't know what her power is.
2: She's very strong,
0: strong and empowered. Yeah, like the women that we like.
2: But still vulnerable. She's not, which was interesting because usually they just kind of invulnerability and strength usually go hand in hand in yeah. superheroes. But she's only strong, so she can still get hurt, okay. which makes I really like it because it, she has a superpower, but she still has to be concerned about stuff.
0: Okay, all right, yeah. I dig
3: it. What is her superpower? Just she's strong? Strong. She's
2: very strong. Okay. As far as that, that's, I don't know anything about her. Well, yeah. I'll get to my reading, but the show only covered strength. Okay.
0: I don't think I would have been a superhero if that was my I th- only power. I thought about that too. Wait, oh, I think I'm going into professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I'm like Superman. Oh,
0: I've been stabbed. Uh-oh. Uh oh. No.
3: Well, that's how Spider Man got his <laughs> start.
2: Professional arm wrestling is where I will be going now.
0: <laughs> Get me to a hospital. I don't heal. Yeah. <laughs> Not fast. Yeah. need help. Speaking of empowering women, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had Jervis Cottonbelly on the show. And uh, I went to the show. Uh, Jeremy yes. Cottonbelly is the world's sweetest man, and he's a professional wrestler. Okay. So uh, I went to Top Banana, which was the big show, uh, and him and his team were fighting for the chance to be immortal, mm. which is a hell of a prize. Yeah, I would like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I wouldn't his, like that, actually. His tag team partners are the Princess Kimberly, an empowered woman that I love, and uh, and los Ice Creams, mm-hmm. two ice cream cones that wrestle. Wow. Yes.
3: You know, people used to take wrestling seriously. Now this is way better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is basically comic book wrestling. Okay. The the way the show works is, or uh, the way the match works, if they won, uh, they would become immortal, and uh, they would also be given a golden opportunity. And I'm proud to say that Jervis Cottonbell was able to pull it off. Wow. So... Yes. Cheers to them. Yeah. Uh, I love them to death. Go so. Jervis. So did he get his favor? Or he his, he his golden yet. opportunity? He hasn't decided yet. Uh, I also saw, for the first time ever, I saw a wrestling match end with a Mortal Kombat friendship. <laughs> where they just decided they were going to be friends instead of wrestling. <laughs> and the crowd cheered and chanted, please be friends. We have oh. the nicest crowd ever. <laughs> uh, and then our main event featured Hollow Wicket, who is a jack-o'-lantern. Okay. Uh, Icarus, not the actual Icarus, that's just his name. Yeah, And Eddie Kingston facing off for the uh, the Grand Championship of Jakara. And uh, Hollow Wicket retained his title until Princess Kimberly, who won earlier, came out, cashed in her golden opportunity. And for the first time in professional wrestling history, a woman became the grand champion. Wow. It was incredible. Uh, So uh, a lot of people have been asking me where they can see this. I've spoiled it, but it's still (laughs) great to see. Uh, Check it out on Chikara Topia uh, and don't pirate it. What's Takar?
3: Who's Takara? Uh, Chikara. Chikara. Chikara? Chikara. Yeah, a, that's
1: the name of the wrestling federation. organization.
0: Okay,
3: yes. so this is not Vince McMahon. No no no. This no. is not
0: Vince McMahon. This is friend of the show, <laughs> so Michael Quackenbush. Okay. Quackenbush.
3: Yes, Michael Quackenbush. That's from the, Mark the Marx Brothers. The Marks brothers. That's okay. one of Groucho's names. Yes. Quackenbush.
0: <laughs> so I'm having a great time
3: tonight. I'm I'm glad, Noah.
0: Right, <laughs> I'm gonna throw it back to you. What have you been reading?
3: Uh, right now, I'm, I'm finishing up, well, I, well, a lot of what I read is show business biographies.
1: Gotcha.
0: And also
3: magic books. But uh, show business biography, uh, I'm, I'm reading uh, a book called uh, Stan and Ollie by, uh, and I forget the author's names, Lovash or something. Uh, it's not my favorite kind of show business biography. It's very serious, and it wants to tell you about every movie they were in you know and they were in a lot of movies including the pre-laurel and hardy movies when it was just they were playing different characters now I'm at the part where they're in the decline they had a lot of wives and a lot of drunkenness <laughs> and uh, a lot of scandal you know for two sweet guys uh uh in there in their who were in bed together in their movies you know uh, but uh, uh, my actually my favorite showbiz biographies are more lurid. Mickey Rooney's is uh, <laughs> one of my favorites. Oh, Really? Oh my God! Mickey Rooney tells a story of him and Milton Berle going to a whorehouse. That that is. May I say whore, uh, uh, A house did, of ill repute. So. A uh, a place a where th- yeah brothel. There you go. Uh, and uh, he also d- describes the private parts of uh, one of his ex-wives, the very famous Ava Gardner.
2: Oh. <laughs> Does he describe Milton Berle's private parts?
3: Uh, Oddly enough, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Milton Berle is known to have legendary... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I I read the Saturday Night Live book in which they Mm -hmm. described the time when Milton was there and he was showing people what he had. (laughs) Have you ever seen the guy? Have a look. (laughs) 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 Uh, I don't show mine.
1: The
0: the, the Saturday Night Live (laughs) book is like a retelling from... Well, well, the, well, the one I'm talking
3: right? about came out in the uh, like 1990, so there might be newer ones. There's a newer one. There's out. a newer one. But uh, uh, yeah, he was one of the most hated guests. <laughs> uh, I I don't think Lauren Michaels even allows that uh, episode they to be aired. aired. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was he was impossible, Milton Berle. Well, you know, he was way past his prime, and he was still thinking he was in his prime.
0: <laughs> I mean, That show has been on for forty years, and it's amazing that there's never been like a flat-out disaster. Like we had a few bots lined. There was that Ashley Simpson thing. Well, I I mean, there was stabbed. Remember that?
3: Burning the pope. Burning the pope. There was there was Charles uh, Rocket uh, doing the f word.
0: The, the, the Pope thing was uh, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. But what, what Charles Rocket
3: uh, said, uh, get, let, "Let put the f bomb on on yeah,
1: national so did television." Paul
0: Sheer, I believe. Oh, did he? I think Paul Shear <laughs> also dropped the f bomb. But somebody got stabbed during Samurai Delhi. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Dur- during one of the sketches, he slices of salami, I think, and the sword breaks and catches the guest in the head. Oh, yeah. And then the rest of the show, everyone wore (laughs) band-aids. And and we're super apologetic.
3: Right, right. I don't... I, I mean, nobody dies or anything, but there are certainly scenes that die. I mean, there are certain... Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, there's... There's some that are, are tragedies in that y- they are yeah. just not funny. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Last
3: week's was good. Uh, I don't always I watch it, w- but I've not I,
2: watched SNL in like ten years. I right. watched last week's. Well, you get to a certain age and you don't watch SNL. You yeah. know, SNL. I watched
3: SNL when I was 16 when it started, <laughs> uh, and I watched SNL well, a lot. The
0: original cast with like Adam Sandler and, and uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> mock me, you, you young. Uh,
2: uh,
3: but and then you know they had that change in cast that was horrible uh, for a while. And then it got better. So it ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah. It's cyclical.
0: Because I watched the, what was it, the 40-year anniversary special that came out yeah. recently? And they did, like, sketches from each era. And then the modern one was the biggest pile of garbage ever. <laughs> it was just about how people from California say words differently. That's yeah. the whole
2: sketch. <laughs> that's all that's left. The yeah. whole sketch. It was terrible.
3: I'm, I'm just tired of every scene seems to be a parody of a television show. Yeah, they, they can't do anything but parody a television show. And they're on television. <laughs> you know, how about real life?
0: I mean, th- they always do the political stuff, but I feel yeah. like with The Daily Show. Yeah, yeah. The Daily Show does you it better. You just don't need it anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh,
0: so, how about you, Will?
2: What have you been reading? Uh, I, well, I liked the show so much, I picked up a graphic novel that I think it's the first couple of issues of Jessica Jones. Oh, uh, I thought you or- were saying SNL. No, <laughs> no,
0: no, no,
2: no. Uh,. And I, the show's so much better. It's like uh, Game of Thrones was with me, where you see these elements that are good, and then uh, Netflix made it like a good show. Okay, gotcha. I can't. It's so
0: for music and like it's yeah, and it it
2: moves. I don't have to read.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, who wants to read?
2: Pretty solid. Uh, What's David Tennant looks way better as David Tennant. (laughs) But the whole beginning is her being like a naive superhero before she kind of before Kilgrave takes her over and I ruin the thing they okay. sum up in the show that with one scene and it's so much better oh okay where there's like here wear this dumb costume no that's stupid oh good <laughs> it was like the the hulk did you see the incredible hulk movie no
0: why the one with ed which one there the ed
2: norton one. one yeah okay i didn't think it was that bad but uh live tyler buys him a pair of purple pants and he's like this is stupid
0: that has actually been a theme through a lot of the like modern yeah. comic book movies. Like they, someone says to Wolverine, what do you expect, yellow mm. spandex? Right, <laughs> right. Get it? <laughs> he was
2: like, this suit's not a whole lot better.
0: <laughs> I'm still doing the hair thing. Right, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, show is better. Show is better. Noted. Uh, I, for work, had to read Frankenstein. Oh, Ooh. what do you do for work? Uh, I'm a teacher. I'm an English Oh, my teacher. gosh. Okay. Uh, so we are we were doing... I, I teach online, so... I'm oh, crazy. wow. Yeah,
3: it's you wonderful. don't have to read anything. You should anything. have
2: said that you sew dead people together <laughs> and then hit them with lightning. <laughs> oh, I'm a necromancer.
0: <laughs> so I've been reading Frankenstein, and I've always been like, oh, the movies always get it wrong. Frankenstein's the doctor and not the monster. I didn't realize how different. Like. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that there is no Igor.
1: Right. Oh, that please. Was,
0: yeah, and I love Igor. I was just yeah. waiting for him to show up, but he won't. And there's a whole chapter about the monster like, I have to learn to read. So yes. So when I confront the doctor, I can do it articulately. Yeah. Like, you remember no, what he, he reads? Articulate. <laughs> yeah. you articulate. you fine. You remember what
3: he reads? He reads these works of romanticism. Yes, he reads yes. the sorrows of young Werther, which yeah. would make you want to slit your wrists if you had to read That's that.
0: That's why he gets so angry. Yeah. And then he burns the books. He's like, "Fire, or bad! It's bad." <laughs> but yeah, uh, I thought he was friends I'm with sure Van Helsing.
1: <laughs>
0: so and then he, there's a whole part where he bothers Abbott and Costello. Ah, <laughs> uh, in
1: Scooby. I do like do that part. Yeah,
0: he bothers Scooby doo a little bit.
2: Maybe the Globe Trotters. They were getting into <laughs> monster business. Yeah.
0: So I'm sure my students will hate it. <laughs> so, Fred, what are you even playing? Are you? Do you?
3: Play I, I'm not much. Okay, I'm gonna say the embarrassing truth is that the thing I'm playing the most is Soda Crush.
0: That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I played a little Soda Crush.
3: My wife ridicules me for it.
0: Oh, there, there's nothing wrong with playing Soda Crush. That, hear that? As, <laughs> as long as you're not throwing real money in there. Yeah. Oh,
3: no. Cheapness beats my exactly. desire to play Soda Crush.
0: <laughs> I, like, That's, I only wanted to have that much fun. That's perfect. <laughs> I'm
1: fine. I'm out of lives. It's great.
3: You know, I, I became the bubblegum king for a few
1: minutes, (laughs) but then somebody
3: unseated me, took my freaking crown right off my head.
0: How do you become the bubblegum king? You've got to pull pull a sword out of this sword swallower
2: (laughs) lady. Right.
3: Yeah. No, the bubblegum king, it's a little, uh, uh, you have to play these five games in a row, and you have to win all five of them in a row. So if you win the first one, the second one, the third one, but then can't do the fourth one, you can't just keep doing the fourth one again. You have to go back to the first one. So it's a time-consuming thing that they they release for, like, three days at a time. Oh, okay. So you can be obsessed with three days. But then you become the bubblegum king, but then Raj becomes the bubblegum king, <laughs> and I'm done.
0: Typical Raj. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Raj. Uh, and then, of course, you're playing with cards all the time. Well, yeah,
3: although I, I, I don't really play card games that much. Although I was in a hot game of Go Fish uh, just yesterday with my... Uh, my my eight year old nephew, the the wonderful Rafi.
2: Do you do you use sleight of hand to nah, beat never. Eight year olds.
3: No, nah, no. Nah, wouldn't 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 do it. <laughs>
0: wouldn't do it. Yeah, I imagine as a magician, solitaire is not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, all right, we got to make it all in order. <laughs> <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sevens in this deck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Right. Is that right, Spengali? Is sevens? Oh well, it depends. Oh, I, I mean,
3: every ones. deck is different. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so I like you an ace. The
0: secrets of magic. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
3: Well, you you would think every deck is different. I mean, you See, can't it's different magic, you know. <laughs>
2: it's different spells. Everyone a different spell.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Will. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, how about you, Will? What have you been playing?
2: I uh, I picked up a game. Well, I guess I picked it up. It was it was a present, and oh. I made it seem like I bought it, and I felt fraud. Repro- oh, all right. It's a post two comedy favorite game, Flux.
0: Oh, oh, Flux.
2: Which I have been against since we played. Uh, uh, Monty Python Flux with nerds, and they ruined Flux and Monty Python... Yeah, that's that's a rough combination. ...by yelling quotes and being mean, <laughs> beating me really bad at Flux.
0: Is this basic Flux? It or? is
2: Batman Flux. Ooh. And I uh, actually
0: really... I <laughs> and an ooh <laughs> goes across the, the crowd.
3: You can buy that in this store. I yeah. saw it. Yeah. It's that. I saw it over there.
2: It's a lot of fun. Uh, they... Whoever had to make it was like, it was like a Friday, and they're like, hey, Greg, are you done Batman flux? He's like, yeah, almost. And so some of them are, are jokes. Like, you know, the flux, yep. the, the ways to win are, are puns usually. Yeah. And with Batman, there's like two pun ones, and then they just gave up. So one of them was just green, and you have to have the uh, Riddler and Poison Ivy to win. <laughs> People who also wear yellow go, <laughs> cars, all the cars
0: questionable plant like it's not good but it's <laughs> yeah, better than green
3: well the other show I like is Gotham I love oh, Gotham. Uh, Gotham here we go yeah
1: don't like it it. yeah 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 I think
3: so I think that's <laughs> for me too the performances are great it's definitely better
0: than the first season we'll refuse it. Still right.
3: give it I've not watched try, uh
0: well Man, is it good this year? And I hate that, like we're in like winter finale mode. Uh-huh. It's like, all right, we're going to be gone until February something. It's right? Like, what? No, right. I got no shows. Right? Mister Freeze, <laughs> 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 I need him.
3: Yeah. There's also a Batman slot machine. I don't know if you uh, go to the casinos. I watch that.
1: I a while. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I love when you get a certain thing. Uh, the Batman does the bat dance, the batuzy. The batuzy.
1: Oh, this so is the, the, yeah, from the from the, <laughs> the yeah it's the, the Adam
3: West Batman doing the the, the Oh man, good good times, good times. <laughs> Many times uh, I'm a six year old doing the batuzy yes. in, in the house.
0: You gotta love Adam West Batman. It is my mm-hmm. favorite Batman. If they could have uh, Mark Hamill Joker and uh. Batman, I'd be the happiest man in the world. Mm. Make it happen. Uh, so, uh, real quick, uh, I I was on a game show recently. Uh, our friends at uh, I Like to Movie Movie did uh, I Like to Movie Movie Live Star Wars Edition to get pumped for the uh, the upcoming release, and uh, they put me through various uh, Star Wars trials, such as Hut or Butt, where. They <laughs> They would show a zoomed-in picture of something, and I had to identify if it was a hut or a butt. Uh, And uh, I correctly identified a pizza hut full-time. I was like, that's a pizza hut. They're like, why do you know that? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) But that was clearly a pizza hut. I figured it out. And uh, the one that I found most interesting, and I'll I'll throw this at you guys, uh, put the first six movies in order of Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh. How would you order
2: those? Uh, all all prequels bottom. Okay. I don't feel like ordering them. They're all all <laughs> the all right. worst. Equally bad. All right. Uh, then Jedi, New Hope, Empire. Okay. All right. Like in ascending
0: order. All right. What do you think? I,
3: I I that sounds about right. I think the new ones looked beautiful. Right. But but uh, you know they weren't that interesting. And yeah. you know I have to say I'm I'm old enough to have seen it when they were originally released. I didn't I didn't like them that much. I mean I I, what? I no I watched them. I went. I mean it, I was a good American. <laughs> but uh, compared to Star Trek, pff, who who this mm. is? Uh, oh oh what's the matter? You don't like empowered Vulcans?
2: <laughs> no, I don't. They're not human. it must mean, not like Vulcans. it is blood is green and weird. <laughs>
0: Hey, Star Wars has two whole women in it. <laughs> <laughs> and a black guy. <laughs> and the one. And yeah. one, just Ugh, yeah. Uh, but it, what it ended up being, which to my surprise, was uh, the best is uh, Empire Strikes Back, followed by New Hope, followed by Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith huh. over Jedi. Mm. Really? Yeah. Then Phantom Menace, and then at the bottom is uh, the other one,
1: Clone Wars. Yeah. Right. The back of the clones. Right. The bad one.
3: <laughs> that has to do with who's doing the, the... The people who did that are not people who grew up with it. It's people for whom the new reboots from ten years ago were the new ones. Yeah. you know That's the shiny new penny to them. Not, not the original one where you saw them do that bar thing and you were knocked out. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I remember from Star Wars. That bar scene Although was that, unbelievable.
2: That stuff from Kurosawa? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, that's going to do it for what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're playing. We end all of our podcasts with a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. Uh, fun story about this week's prize. I put on an old coat because oh. it got cold out. And in the pocket of the coat, I Greens. found uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2001 in a case for Transformers. Oh, that's so, disappointing. <laughs> that's going to be our prize. I didn't know I owned it. Now you can. So Which you Transformers? Uh, it's been pre owned. Uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> it said Transformer
2: Cybertron, and then in Sharpie above it, it says not.
0: Yeah, yeah that was their way of fixing it at the GameStop, apparently. I have no idea when I picked that up. Uh, Fred, what did you bring as a present? Well,
3: I brought in this commemorative Burt Wonderstone lunchbox. Okay. <laughs> nice. uh, well, I theme. brought a number Ooh. of magic tricks. Ooh. little, Actually, they're mostly kitty kind of magic tricks, uh, but I ones. will... I will perform them for the fabulous Albert Goshman sponge balls, the Houdini (laughs) beads, the magician's insurance policy, the hot rod. Sir, you're just
2: pulling sex toys out of a bag. (laughs) Part
3: of a Society of American Magicians post-it notepad. And and to top it all off, in addition to many tricks here, I've also brought the... uh, I went to a white elephant the other night, and Bobby Block, the queen of Philly improv, unloaded... I mean... (laughs) Gave this as uh, the gift, which is a, a, uh, a shoe rack from Walmart.
0: <laughs>
3: and uh, I'm not leaving here with this shoe rack. <laughs> no,
0: you might, because you might win. Yeah. No, no, no.
3: I, I'm not leaving here with this shoe rack. Well,
0: to play host oh, yeah. versus guest versus audience, <laughs> we need an audience member, but they need to bring a prize for us to win.
1: Oh. <laughs> since
0: we put up all these great prizes. Guys, shoe rack. You can win a shoe rack right or now. Or
2: Houdini's beads, guys.
0: So... I ask, what did you guys bring this week? I oh. see a pink Power Rangers watch.
2: It's a quartz watch.
3: The,
0: the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
3: And that's an empowered woman. That's an empowered
0: <laughs> woman. So it fits in beautifully. Uh, yeah, and that's the original Mighty Morphin. That's Kimberly. Yeah, right. I remember things. Anybody else? No. I don't think we. I'm sorry, but the shoe rack does not seem like a hot (laughs) prize this week.
2: (laughs) Well, you
3: have to get the shoe rack to get the Houdini beads. That's
0: true. That's true. You're you're the only contestant this week, so come on up here. Give it up for him, guys. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing what you guys failed to do, and that is bring (laughs) prizes. All right, audience member, turn your mic on for me and uh, introduce yourself. Hi, it's Paul. Oh, do that again because your mic's too quiet. Oh. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Paul. Thanks for coming yeah. and giving gifts to Will earlier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and maybe another one.
2: Favorite Power Ranger character? Accurate quartz watch. Japanese movement.
0: Japanese movement? I think they mean karate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. watch does karate?
2: Y- well, you could do karate with the watch on. Okay. And it's the little. It's got the little um, snap in like four different places that. Oh, might... oh wait, adjustable, right?
3: I bet you that wouldn't fit on my wrist. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll find I out. I have if a freakish wrist. <laughs> uh, today's game is a game I like to call Reddit Says Best of the Year Re- Edition. Uh, there's a website called Reddit, I've heard of it. and uh, basically you can ask questions and kind of crowdsource uh, all these wacky questions. And if people like the answers, they upvote them to the top of the page. And this is going to work Family Feud style. I will ask you one of these questions. You have to give me one of the top ten most upvoted responses. Okay. Yes. Got it. Everyone will answer each question, and you cannot repeat answers. Paul. Okay. Theon's favorite toy asks, (laughs) What is cool to be good at? but uncool to be really good at? Ooh. What is cool to be good at? Uh, drugs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Interesting <laughs> answer.
0: Drugs. Okay. Fred, what do you think?
3: Math.
2: Oh,
1: and, all right.
0: And well, uh, uh,
2: s- Star Wars trivia. <laughs> No, none of that's cool. I don't know why I said that.
0: <laughs> all right, the uh, top 10 answers are number 10 is getting red at karma. Uh, number 9 is old school arcade games. Ooh. Number 8 is ultimate frisbee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number 7 is karaoke. <laughs>
3: I'm good at karaoke.
0: <laughs> but are you really good? Yeah, are
3: you too good? No, I'm not too good. No, no, right, then and you're, then cool. you're cool. Yeah, <laughs> then you're
2: cool.
0: There you go. Uh, number 6 is the Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> Uh, Number five is Dance Dance Revolution.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Number four is Hacky Sack. Mm. Number three is Cornhole or Beanbag Toss. Number two is Magic.
1: Oh, Oh, man!
0: And number one is Nerd Stand-Up Comedy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Number two is Bowling. And number one is Remembering People's Personal Information.
3: Mm. (laughs) Wow. We all suck. So no points. No points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Fred, we'll start with you on this one. Mm,
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh,
0: Sipping In asks, what gets weirder the more you think about it? What gets weirder the more you think about it?
3: Sometimes I look at my friends' faces upside down, and they look like aliens. So I'm going to say my friends' upside down faces.
0: All right, Fred's friends' upside down faces. It's, it's only my friends. a very specific answer. Well, what's what's? I'm sure of this. Weirder, uh, the more you think about it.
2: Dogs.
0: Dogs.
3: That's a good answer. That's yeah. a good answer.
0: <laughs> what about dogs? Well, uh, they're weird when you think about them. That's
3: it. They're aliens, man.
0: We, well, we they're
2: made aliens. all the weird dogs that exist today for fun.
0: All right. <laughs> And Paul, uh, life, life, ooh. the cereal, uh, the ooh. game. See, I, I was—you uh, beat me, beat me to It. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a pun of uh, no life in general, like life in general, like pondering existence. Huh, it's kind of weird when you think about it cosmically. Okay, all right. Uh, number ten is photographs. <laughs> uh. <laughs> number nine I'm is so tongues. close, Fred. Not not speaking in
2: tongues are weird. Which no tongues are weird.
0: Tongues. Uh, Number eight is dust on fans. How does dust get on fans? Yeah, it's always moving.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, Number seven is dolls that pee. (laughs) (laughs) Number six is milk. Mm -hmm. Number five is uh, prostitution. No, that Uh, makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) Number four is people that you've had small interactions with still exist. (laughs) Oh. Weird if you think about it. Oh, you're like not that the one. only human. Uh, number three is space. Number two is legal tender. And number one is owning a pet. Oh.
3: That's close. That's do, the do, job. Do we give
0: it to him? What do we think? Yes. We'll give him one yeah, point. Yeah, there How we go. That's, that's fair. That's one fair. point for being close. <laughs> Trenny0000 zero 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 asks, What is your favorite movie that most people have not heard of? I haven't heard of. Yeah, so I need a good obscure Ooh. movie. Because
2: I do this a lot. Uh, but now I'm just thinking of movies I like that no one's ever heard of. Yes. I'm going to say Legend. Legend? Yeah. Starring Tom Cruise.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Legion. No. No, you're going to go with Legend.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's a James Cameron fantasy movie.
0: Okay. Okay. Paul? Oh, dear. It's a couple ways. To, okay, this is Reddit. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to think. All right. Favorite one. All right. I'm going to go. I'll try. This is a Mystery Science Theater 3001, so maybe people. It might, yeah. you know, we'll see. I'm going to go with Manos, The Hands of Fate. All right. I like we'll how see. you talked it out. That's yeah. good. I wanted to explain. Cause I feel like after my previous two answers were just one word. Yeah, all <laughs> right. Yeah. Little. Good call. Yes, yeah, so we'll try call. that. Yeah.
3: The Five Thousand Fingers of Doctor T.
2: I've never
0: heard I of need this to know movie. More about yeah, this hold film on. Before we move on,
3: uh, this was uh, based on a script by Dr. Seuss. A little boy uh, who whose mother makes him take piano lessons has this fantasy that he's in a uh, a place with five hundred boys, all of whom have ten fingers, and an enormous piano that uh, Edward Everett Horton. A, uh, a a a Nancy character actually.
2: The uh, uh
3: is um, in charge of all of these boys and making them all play this enormous piano, and the boys go to great lengths to escape. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Well,
0: I'm gonna have to watch no. that one. Maybe it's on this here list. Let's find out. I uh, Number <laughs> ten is Blood in Blood Out.
2: Nope, never. Really.
0: Number nine is Let the Right One In. Who yeah. hasn't heard of Let the Right One In? Me. Well, they might
2: not know that it was, yeah, the first.
0: Uh, number eight is Paprika. No nope. idea. <laughs> number seven is UHF, the Weird Al Yankovic film. Oh, yeah, it's
2: kind of okay. yeah, regular col- people haven't heard
0: yeah, of yeah, it's it. it's a cool classic. Number six is Wrist Cutters, A Love Story. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Number five is Arsenic and Old Lace. I guess because it's an older film, other people might not know about it. Yeah, I I haven't heard of it. Number four is Rosencrantz and Stern are dead.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard it. I didn't like it. Uh, Tom Stoppard.
0: (laughs) Number three is What We Do in the Shadows.
2: Oh, that's Jermaine Clements. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, Number two is Four Lions. Not to be confused with second-hand lions, (laughs) the Egalo Joel Osment. And number one is The Wave, which is a German film. That's why it's unknown. Hmm. No toxic mm. Avenger. No Not enough cult movies in there, in yeah, my yeah. opinion. Mm. But, uh, I've
3: seen the musical version of that. Oh, it's fantastic. It's oh, great. great. Kind of great. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: it's yeah. real good. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Very bloody for a musical.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got to that up in your That means with movie. one pity point mm-hmm. Will is our winner of a new <laughs> shoe rack. Story
3: of my life. I hope you like shoe racks.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much! <laughs> for I'll put my here. two pairs on it. Fred, we got to get out of here. Anything okay. you want to plug? Uh,
3: uh, uh, no. Uh, well, I'm in I'm in various improv groups. Comedy Sports performs every Saturday night at the Adrian Theater in Philadelphia. Uh, two shows, seven thirty and ten. I'm also in a group called Tongue and Groove, and we perform every second Friday of the month. So, if you want to look us up on the internet, Tongue and Groove uh, uh, and uh, Comedy Sports Philly. And I'm always doing magic and having fun. <laughs> but you'd have to come to my house to see that.
0: You know, tongues are weird if you think about yeah, it. Yeah. If think about Even it. if
3: they're in grooves. That's a building thing, you know, tongue and groove. It's not dirty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know that. I hadn't thought about it enough. Uh, so, Will, anything to add?
2: I've spent the last 15 minutes trying to think of the planet that uh, huts come from. It's called Nal Hutta, and I'm really mad that I know that. <laughs>
0: As you should be.
2: Yeah. Yep. It's weird when people know too much Star Wars trivia. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not (laughs) cool. Upcoming shows, January 4th and January 11th, are to be announced, but they're going to be good. Trust me, guys. Uh, And then on January 18th, we're going to have comedian Matt Pass on the show. Uh, Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five star on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. You can also listen to us every Friday on Wildfire Radio. And we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. You'll always be Daredevil to me. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Woo! Woo! Oh this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast was brought to you by the Hillbilly Horror Show. Check them out at hillbillyhorrorshow.com.